This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned way into one. What does it mean? Why is it so? G'day, Dr. Carl here. Now, let me talk some more about free diving which bizarrely morphed from a risky line of work into an extreme sport. Freedivers can go straight down 200 metres in seawater on one single breath. How is that possible? So, let's follow a freediver on their five-minute journey into the depths and back again. By the way, on top of the physical training, it takes incredible mental strength and focus to be a free diver. First, immediately before the dive, they do a strange manoeuvre. Now, you've heard of a packed lunch, but what about a packed lung? Some of the muscles in your throat and neck work to push food down into your oesophagus. With a bit of training, you can use these same muscles to push air from your mouth into your lungs. This technique became popular in the 1950s and 60s to help people suffering from polio get more air into their lungs. Typically, a freediver will do lung packing about 19 times before their lungs are full, but some divers do it 75 times. With a lot of training, a freediver can lung pack and lift their total lung capacity from 6 or 7 litres up to around 10 litres. The second stage is called the descent. They wear a little head torch to see the rope which they follow to get down to their ultimate depth. At first, they have to use energy to overcome their natural buoyancy. So they kick with their giant flippers. Also, every few seconds, they have to shove some air from their lungs back up into the throat to equalise the pressure on their eardrums. By around 20 metres of depth, the water pressure has squashed their lungs down to one-third of their surface volume. So this means that they are less buoyant. In fact, they have now achieved neutral buoyancy and would neither sink nor rise, apart from the fact that they're still kicking with their giant flippers. By around 40 metres down, they have reached their maximum speed. Now, remember the diving reflex from last time? It shifts blood into the blood vessels that line the lungs. The total blood volume in the lungs can increase from half a litre to an amazing one and a half litres. This blood effectively stiffens the lungs to help them counteract the increasing pressure as they dive deeper. And also, during the descent, their spleen starts to dump lots of red blood cells into their general circulation. Other things also happen on the way down. So carbon dioxide and nitrogen start diffusing into the body's tissues. Now, you wouldn't expect this to happen in such a short time, but some freedivers can suffer nitrogen narcosis, the so-called rapture of the deep, which is like getting very drunk very quickly and then behaving irrationally. 
it's also relatively common for their heart to go into abnormal rhythms, which sometimes can be fatal. The third stage is reaching their predetermined maximum depth. The last three metres of the rope has stripes around it to let the diver know that they're getting close. And at the end of the rope is a tag that they grab and that will be their proof of having dived to, say, 200 metres. The pressure is now about 21 times greater than at the surface, and their lung volume has shrunk from about 10 litres to less than half a litre. As you can imagine, this is very challenging to the body, and bad medical things can happen. The lung tissue can sometimes rupture, with the air being forced into other parts of the body where it doesn't normally go. Blood vessels can tear, dumping blood into the insides of the lungs. Gas bubbles can end up in the heart and sometimes in the brain, causing a stroke. If they survive all of that, the fourth stage is the ascent. They have to kick with their giant flippers and kicking uses up precious oxygen. Often a safety diver will join them when they get to 40 metres below the surface and another safety diver may join them at 30 metres. The free diver is still in a state of intense mental concentration, so the safety divers don't get too close in case they interfere with the diver's single-minded focus. Around 20 metres, they have reached neutral buoyancy again. Thanks to the water pressure dropping rapidly as they rise, the pressure of oxygen in the blood is also dropping rapidly. The last 10 metres is very dangerous. Their oxygen level can drop so low that they go unconscious, frustratingly close to the surface. And finally, they pop to the surface. Now the rules vary, but typically for their dive to be formally registered, they have to show the tag, take off their goggles, do a thumbs up, actually say the words, and I quote, I'm okay, unquote, and then stay conscious and keep their mouth and nose above the water for 15 seconds. It doesn't matter if they're coughing blood or hallucinating or having a stroke, they have registered their dive. And they're not even doing this knife-edge sport for the money because there's hardly any sponsorship. They do it to push their own limits and for the purity of the experience. This is an ABC podcast. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.